First review is Bros. Bros is the romantic comedy. Um, it is starring Billy Eichner and as well as Luke McFarlane. Uh, Billy Eichner plays Bobby. Uh, Luke McFarlane plays uh, a character named Aaron. Uh, people might know Billy Eichner from things like Billy on the Street. He also did the voice of uh, of Timon and uh, the Lion King. Um, he also did things like uh, he also was in American Horror Story, the last kind of the the Coven season of that show. Um, he was in that as well. So he's kind of popped up in kind of different places here and there, um, doing some kind of performances. I think this is the first time I've ever seen him in a lead role um, in a movie. Um, I know he has like a TV show as well um, that he's different also people, yeah, different people kicks ass. Yeah, which I have not checked out, uh, which I know a lot of people with his brand of comedy, um, it can be kind of hit or miss for them. I mean, some people find him kind of very obnoxious and loud. Um, and if you don't like Billy Eichner and you think he's very obnoxious and loud, well, he's very loud and obnoxious in this uh, as the character of Bobby, um, who is in a traditional kind of romantic comedy setup where he plays a guy that you see in a lot of these romantic comedies or woman in, in some kind of cases, too. Uh, where he's like, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not the relationship guy, you know, I don't do relationships, uh, but I'm, I'm happy though, you know, I'm satisfied, you know, I'm good, you know, but yeah, I think I'm just kind of giving up on that and kind of more focused just on me and my career and what I'm doing. And Billy, um, his character, uh, works at a museum. They're doing a big event, which is all about celebrating the history of LGBTQ plus. Um, I'm surprised I said that fluently as I did there. Um, and he's, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing good. Uh, I'm a true ally. I'm doing pretty. I'm doing great work. Um, so he's he's working in a museum there. He's doing the whole history of that. And you know, during that, where he works like with a committee. Um, and when you see this movie, you'll see a lot of other like major uh, you know actors from the LGBTQ plus community in this movie. So you might see, oh, this person or that person that you might see that, you know, are probably significant names and figures um, in, in that kind of community. Um, so, yeah, um, so you have that here until, you know, as common with romantic comedies, you have somebody who kind of he sees and kind of just turns his whole life around uh, and kind of go like, oh, maybe I do want to give this relationship thing a chance. And that is the character uh, played by Luke uh, McFarlane and Aaron. Um, Hunter, what were kind of your, some of your thoughts on this movie? Yeah, so going into this, um, the director and the uh, co-writer, along with Eichner's Nicholas Stoller, mm -hmm. who's done um, several things that I enjoy. Uh, forgetting, forgetting Sir, <coughs> pardon me, forgetting Sir Marshall is one of my favorite romantic comedies ever. I think that movie is fucking brilliant. Mm -hmm. And it um and it really just shows how incredibly messy relationships can be. I think Neighbors and Neighbors Two Sorority Rising kicks so much ass. I love both those movies. Um, he was a producer on the Muppets, which still just have such a soft spot for our movie. And Give Them to the Greek, which I think kicks so much ass because it takes advantage of Russell Brand's insanity. And if you go back and watch that movie too, it's in, like Aziz Azari, Nick Kroll's in that movie, like free, like blow up. Oh. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, pre, yeah. Aziz Ansari pre Parks and Nick Kroll pre The League. Yeah, like it's crazy how many like, comedians are in there that you go, oh shit, you're going to be really great in about five years. And, um, <laughs> and so watching Bros, I was 
I was talking to Nick about this. It's the whole Black Panther <laughs> thing in the sense of if they fuck this up and it's not good, they'll go, well, we tried, and then they won't try again for another, like, five years. So I was really like, come on, bros, please be good, please be good. And um, it's not a good movie. It's a great movie. It is a genuinely great, um, heartwarming, uncomfortable at points uh, film. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I saw it with my partner and uh, her friend, and and uh, in speaking to my gay friends about it, and all my other friends who are allies or identify with the community, it's so cool to see people feel like they're being seen because of this movie, mm-hmm. and it not being something tied to what we were talking about earlier with Till, where it's tied to tragedy. Because mm-hmm. boys which, don't cry. Which is, which is one of the best jokes in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and... they, they address a lot, because Billy Eigner has... He gets so many moments where he gets to break down a lot of not just not just um, uh, LGBTQ plus history, but a lot of just their depictions and media up until that point, because we've had very few like great examples where uh, a openly gay man was both involved heavily in front of and behind the camera. One that isn't Ryan Murphy, who I've dubbed the Tyler Perry of the LGBTQ. Fair. <laughs> mm. Yeah, um, but it's one of those things where it's so cool to see that representation, and because when you think about gay, like like LGBTQ films, mm-hmm. uh, God, Happy Season, but I'm a cheerleader. Call me by your name, um, Carol. I know I'm mentioning films that don't star, you know, LGBTQ. <laughs> I, I get that before anyone jumps on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, isn't the uh, like, what? Isn't the lead a cheerleader? Isn't she? Uh... Natasha Leone is, yeah, but I don't think the I don't think her co-star was. Again, if I'm uh, wrong on that, my okay. bad. But 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 the amount of people who don't know, but I'm a cheerleader exists is astounding. Because when I bring that up to people, they're like, "Wait, what is that?" I'm like, "You haven't seen that? so." But those films aren't advertised really at all either. So seeing a movie like this get. A lot of I think it got I think they could advertise it more, but seeing a mainstream mm. film like this come out is really revolutionary. And Lord willing, it becomes more of a thing um, because it'll always be seen as pandering until it's commonplace. Unfortunately, unfortunately, but this is a movie. Please go out and see this shit. Like it's mm. it's an amazingly well done film and. Uh, I know we'll get into the nuts and bolts of it, but <laughs> nuts and bolts. Um, but, <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> but one thing I love about this movie is it talks about the cannibalism within its own community, and that's something that I've I've talked about with within the black community. And a a lesser written film would have just stayed away from that entirely, but it addresses mm-hmm. a lot of the ways that the movement in the community can improve and that's something i was really impressed by hmm. yeah uh nick hmm. yeah um speaking back to that a lot of the uh, uh representation of lgbtq uh, <clears throat> uh stories a lot of them have been mostly told by straight people there's like even in a movie I love, like Love Simon, um, <clears throat> the lead actor in that isn't isn't gay. He's playing it, and they even joke in the movie about how it's like 
most of the representation of uh, gay stories was straight actors going for a cheap Oscar ploy. Even something like Call Me By Your Name, which I've spoken to many in LGBTQ plus movie. They hate that movie, mostly because it's not romantic. It's a story about a grown ass man grooming a 17 year old. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is but, true. Um, to, but, to, but again, uh, talk, go back to something we talked about with our uh, with our view of Barbarian and to an extent Lego Batman to really break down a trope and to make it funny. You have to understand it down to its minutia. And Billy Eichner, who understands that to a T, is one of the smartest people uh, working today and one of the funniest. He gets so many moments where he just breaks down all of the crap around the LGBTQ community and how it's represented and bringing real possible solutions of how they can improve. And also, this movie manages to tell a really sweet romance with... uh, really sweet really messy love story between both uh uh his character bobby and aaron shepherd who is played outstandingly by luke mcfarlane mm. yeah he's so charming he's delightful <laughs> yeah um and you know this movie it is very formulaic you know if you've seen at least three romantic comedies in your life then you probably already know where this is going and where the beats is going to hit and what's going to happen um and just because something's formulaic doesn't mean it can't be good and i think that this is an example of that where you know the execution matters and you have a good script you got good characters you got great chemistry here and really good actors who work well together uh billy eichner luke mcfarlane um they work very well together and you see kind of the course of their relationship um and you are rooting for them kind of to, to get together to be together um because they you know it's a situation kind of a little bit of opposites attract where you know luke mcfarlane's a guy's like you know he's all you know constantly get called a meathead and hangs out with other meatheads and kind of that's his whole thing and <laughs> just caring about yeah, purely yeah, his. Think, uh, yeah, another character called him hot but boring. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, and you kind of just see more stuff of, you know, about his life and what he's kind of going through, and then you know how it kind of more he can connect with Billy Eichner's character, which I liked a lot. Um, and I was kind of thinking about you know comedies I've I've seen this year. Um, you know, I, I was trying to think of, you know, I was like, I can't remember a lot of really great comedies I've seen this year, but this one stands out definitely. I think this is maybe one of the funniest movies I've seen this year, you know, after coming out of it, I thought that, because there's lots of great moments in here. Um, there's lots of good humor moments, uh, that work really well. Um, you know, the stuff where he's am- amongst the committee of all the other people, I think they all have a really great kind of back and forth and, and that works really well. Um, you know, and speaking about we're going to be doing a story about community, doing a movie, the principal from that, uh, from community is in this as well. Um, he's Rash. the, yeah. Aca- hey, hey, Academy Award winner Jim Rash. Jim Rash. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I forgot. What did he win one for? You won for writing, right? Uh, he won for, yeah, he won for screenwriting The Descendant. Ah, yes. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and then he's funny with his whole thing of just talking about just being bisexual. It's like, you know, that always gets left out of the whole LGBT, you know, Q+. Plus. It's like nobody ever talks about the bisexual. That's about the B. You know, so I I thought that was really good. I thought that was kind of really funny. Um and yeah, um, you know, there's lots of kind of good moments in here. Um, and then he even has like a relationship with a straight couple uh, where they have kids. Um, if you're one of them people that's like uh, all this gay shit is indoctrinating our kids and all that other stuff. Well, you know, they're going to have, comp- you know, <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, hey, 
Fuck off. B. Continue, Josh. Yeah. Uh, there's there's some <laughs> scenes where, you know, the kids are going to be around where they're talking about, you know, him being in a relationship with a man or anything like that where the kids are around and the kids know about it and all that stuff. So if you're one of them people, yeah, then maybe this is not the movie for you. Uh, maybe you want to kind of skip this. <laughs> get, uh, yeah, get triggered, Snowflake. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... You know that stuff, which I thought the relationship he had with the with the straight couple uh, was really good. I thought that was kind of really fun, and how they he would kind of come over and talk to them, um, and uh, so I thought that was good. Um, and like I said, I mean he does play that kind of archetype of those kind of characters you see in romantic comedies, which not necessarily is a bad thing of playing the curmudgeon kind of person. Like if you saw like Natalie Portman in no strings attached or Amy Schumer in train wreck or something like that, it's very similar to that kind of character type of, you know, the kind of the curmudgeon about relationships. Uh, but I think Billy Eichner does a good job and he plays it very well and talking about all the different issues in the LGBT community about the stuff like, you know, Hey, it's very similar to like, if you were part of a marginalized community, if you were part of, you know, just speaking to me, somebody is someone like me who is black um speaking about hey representation in movies you know it's like why this shit has always got to be so sad all the damn time you know you see all these different gay movies like milk or brokeback mountain or uh, uh boys don't cry or you know something's always got to end bohemian with somebody be- bohemian rhapsody which just was a tragedy just <laughs> in, in everything about it I was so happy they did because he's like, oh, you take one of the best, the biggest queer icons we have and make it about that one time he might have sort of slept with a woman. I was like, oh, my God, thank you. Thank you so much. I, for I, I, I clapped at that one. Same. Oh, yeah. And they, yeah, and they call Caitlyn Jenner a uh, trans terrorist. Yeah, we have trans terrorists. Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, I... Bravo movie. <laughs> yeah. Bravo. Um so I, I and yeah, I like the last running and my favorite running joke in the movie is the Hallmark the Hall Heart channel where they just have a whole bunch of different romantic comedies pet uh pandering. It's like your polyamorous Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that <laughs> it's like it's Christmas for all of us, like, oh Christ. But they oh, started right. doing that over the last couple years, though, so it's like, you're not oh, God. wrong. Yes, it's brilliant. <laughs> mm. And it's funny, you know, like, when you really watch a movie like this about, you know, kind of romantic comedy about, you know, just because it's about two gay people, I think you could still relate to it because it's, it deals with a lot of couple shit. It deals with a lot of, like, insecurities in relationships that you may have, you know, dealing with is your partner kind of maybe out of your league. It deals with stuff like, you know, uh, you know, there there can be, you know, also annoying, you know, kind of gay people, too, which they kind of touch on um, as well in this movie. I forgot the, what was that guy's name? The one that just, uh, just tried to really insert themselves into the whole uh situation i forgot the uh yeah, steve i think steve, oh, steve yeah oh steve. <laughs> yeah uh yeah, oh, he is the worst yeah um so i thought he that was, was the kinda, worst but that was the most i was laughing throughout the entire movie <laughs> Uh, I, I thought that was really yeah i thought that was also another funny scene in the movie that they do with uh with that um yeah um i, I had a good time with it i really did um nick uh what about you um, yeah, but speaking to uh, that kind of trope about the curmudgeonly, it's like trope in romantic comedies about how, yeah, yeah, this person who I'm not looking for a relationship, I'm happy with my life focusing on work, I don't do relationships. When I think the movie turns from really good to great is there's this moment between uh, Billy Eichner and Luke McFarlane where they're just hanging out on a beach and and 
and Aaron just drops a line about how confident uh, Billy Eichner's character is. And then Eichner goes into this almost, I think, like almost four minute long monologue yeah. about a lot of the roots of that, like, fake it till you make it confidence and a lot of his own insecurities about having to, like, tone himself down about how his voice is, like, too gay or he had to... Like uh, he had to like tone down his own personality and his behavior to make others comfortable and get ahead. And it's a really emotional moment that I was I was almost tearing up at. I, mm. I had no idea that Billy Eichner was this incredible of an actor. Mm. Yeah, which you gotta think he's probably drawn on a lot of real life experiences. You know what I mean? Of stuff that he had to do to kind Abs- of make. It. Absolutely, he's absolutely he's one of the uh, screenwriters on that. Yeah. Um, do you have any issues with the movie at all, Nick? Mm. Me, I'm very curious to see what, hear what Hunter has to say about this. Because yeah. uh, I think we might have the same issue. So, yeah. So, in one of the trailers, they even make fun of the fact that, oh, you know, in gay scenes, you know, they start hooking up and then the movie, like, cuts away. And they literally do that at a point in this movie, and I went, <laughs> y'all, I'm like, you can't, like, you can't pull that shit. Like, now, admittedly, yeah, there are some more kind of graphic sex scenes in this, but mm-hmm. they do pull away. And I went, you've got the rated R rating, fuck it. Like, like... I mean, it's, it's about as graphic as, like, a normal rated R comedy sex scene. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so... Kinda. Because, like, even hmm. fucking forgetting Sir Marshall, uh, fucking, uh, yeah, you get dick. Jason we get dick drops and, Dong. Yeah, we get Dong in that. And it's like, I can't get Dong in the game. Like, you know, <laughs> like a movie about two guys. Like, and, and by the way, quick PSA as a, stri- as a straight dude, I know there are people like, oh, I don't want to see gay sex. Like, that doesn't turn me on. You get that's not for you, right? Like, not everything <laughs> is in the world to fucking turn you on, so shut the <laughs> fuck up. So so people just having that argument, just sh- stop. But mm. I was disappointed, honestly. I was like, no, no, yeah. wrong, boo. So You want to see Billy, <laughs> uh, Billy Eichner's <laughs> dick, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, let's, you know, Billy let it fall on the street, you know? But, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Billy's willy. Yeah, I hear that to show penis though in a movie in our rated yeah, movie. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, radar. Mm. Um. So yeah, I was, super I was actually, uh, super bad. They show several. Well, true. several okay. drawn penises. Yeah. So I was actually like, uh, all right. Like you make that point in the trailer and then you run away from it, and I just I, I don't mm. like that. So mm. yeah, that that was a gripe for me. Okay. Huh. Um, was that the same issue, Nick, for you? Uh, not really. I don't really have an issue with this movie. I was laughing throughout everything. Uh, e- even though there are a couple like gay love scenes that are played for laughs, enough of them are filled with enough emotion uh, between two characters involved. It's more the group stuff that is played for laughs. Mm. Yeah, that yeah, you true. do see at least one of them in the trailer. Yeah. yeah, in the R-rated trailer, you'll see. Yeah, in the R-rated trailer, you'll yeah. see it. Um, hmm. Yeah. 
Um, for me, I'm going to give my final thoughts and I'm going to give uh, my rating for it. Um, yeah, I think this is maybe one of my favorite comedies of the year. Uh, like I said, um, I did really enjoy the chemistry between the two leads. I, I like the cast. Everybody, there's are some, some good, funny, supporting players here as well. Like I said, the committee that he's on, um, uh, uh, you know, with for the museum. I think that that's also, they provide some, a lot of good stuff there um, when he's not doing the relationship stuff. Um they also have a, a cameo that kind of comes in this movie that they talk about. Um, I I thought it was so-so. I don't know. I thought that was kind of maybe the stuff with them. It was a little bit funny, um, you know, maybe. But I thought it was kind of like, eh, it's kind of so-so. True, true. As, as I know what cameo you're talking about, but there's another one that is one of the highlights of the movie. Mm. True. So there is a, there's a cameo by a female, and I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. But... As a big fan of that show, I love that cameo. Like, I own the whole series of that show. And I was like, oh, that's really fucking funny. And it's at a point where Bobby's having a breakdown. And mm-hmm. it's almost kind of like the like the old like the mystical negro but in like but in a straight woman like, <laughs> like sub- it's subvert yeah it's the the uh <laughs> it's the uh magical mystical straight female best friend and a subvert of that trope that had me dying laughing hmm. yeah that made me really happy and then there's actually a cameo from uh i don't want to say i don't want to say the actress's name so i'll say that she was on the very prominent uh 90s sitcom on fox and i'll leave that that mm-hmm. mm. where this person had come out in the 90s like even for uh ellen did and she was really one of the first people who was out who was actually directing tv shows and directing stuff and so mm-hmm. seeing them in this movie in a small role but still a pivotal role it was re- that that made me really happy because this person's really done a lot for the community and seeing them kind of get their due in a movie as important as this i was like that's fucking cool right on so uh you'll know it when you see it but it's it's pretty awesome when Mm. they show up nice um i wouldn't say i have any major issues with the movie um you know i think it it, it's you know has a good runtime it's almost about two hours um you know i think the humor works pretty well i don't think it ever goes like "Eh, maybe you could have cut maybe 10 20 minutes i think it, it, it paces out the jokes pretty well and works pretty well and flows pretty nicely um and yeah uh so i would give it uh a strong tune in for me um, I think it works a lot on levels of what a romantic com- comedy should work and does that formula and does it to perfection. Um, and it's something you would want to see, uh, in a movie like this. So strong tune in for me. Uh, Nick. Um, same. Uh, the biggest thing you would need to ask for a romantic comedy is a, you have to have chemistry between your leads and you have to actually be funny. And when the eventual split happens between the com- the couple in the movie, because that's, one of the beats of a romantic comedy it has to be for an actual legitimate reason between the two of them and they nailed it here uh, this is a great romantic comedy i think it's funny billy eichner this is his <laughs> this is his uh coming out party as both a comedic and dramatic <laughs> actor and luke mcfarlane he is a guy to watch and i cannot wait to see if if nicholas Stoller does another one of these comedies because he is so good at directing these he's like one of the few out of that whole Apatow company that actually knows how to write and pace these movies. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hunter? Uh, wait, Nick, you gave it a tune-in? 
Yes, very strong Tyrion. Very strong Tyrion. Okay. Um, yeah, I I think to Nick's point, the jokes are paced <clears> out really well. The emotional beats when you have to hit them. And I'm gonna dog on this movie for a second. Uh, just after seeing "Don't Worry, Darling" and seeing how Harry Styles just wiffle balls on those emotional moments, here in the movie, <laughs> and you're just like, "God damn, you're just not built for this yet." To, to see Eichner step in on those emotional beats and actually nail them, it's like, yeah, this is you know one of these is not like the other. Like it, it's one of those mm. those things where you go, "Okay, thank goodness you can you can do this." And I haven't seen Luke McFarlane in, in, a, in a ton of stuff, mm-hmm. but but he's right there with uh, with Eichner in those emotional beats because it does take two to tango for some of the uh, some of the, those moments. Uh, not getting too much into spoilers, but there is a moment where um, Luke's uh, not Luke, um, his character, his parents are are involved, and that in the way they just kind of turn the dial on that tension and on the uncomfortableness it's a uh, like oh shit like oh take the off ramp take the <laughs> off ramp and the way that that scene plays out is unfortunately very realistic especially in the term uh, the, the terminology that's used and i just went oh yep heard yep heard stories about that so it's the movie's incredibly well crafted Please go support this movie. Like, if you want more movies like this, you gotta go support them. Like, like please, mm. like, for the love of God, support shit like this. Uh, this is a, this is a low. This is cinema for me. Low. Um, this is cinema. I, oh. Yeah, I dug the hell out of this. I cried very hard at multiple points. Um, I'm excited to own this when it comes out. Um, again, could have. <laughs> Could have used more dong, but what are you gonna do? Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, but yeah, you need more dong. You need to balance it out. Exactly, you know. But this is something everyone should see, regardless if you're an ally, if you identify with the community. Like, go, go see this because it's well worth time. Mm. Nice. So, load this is cinema and two strong tune ins, and uh, that was bros. <laughs>